Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who do you want to go on a celebrity vacation with? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Ah. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, it was good. Why are, out. why are we uh, trying to send people on vacation with celebrities? Okay, because I saw this story about Britney posting some uh, Hawaii videos. And she didn't go to Hawaii recently, but she was posting pictures from her last trip to Hawaii with boyfriend, quote unquote, um, <laughs> Sam Asgari. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, two things. I want to go to Hawaii. But also, I would love to go to... Hawaii with Britney Spears, like, sure, I'd love to go with any celebrity, but, you know, Britney Spears, because I just have so many questions, and I feel like, you know, one-on-one, it would be really easy to just sit down and be like, look, I'm not going to tell anybody anything. You just need to get it off your chest. <laughs> so just tell me Let's, everything, you know, and then I let will Sam not go tell do anybody but Colleen. Ab sit-ups, and I won't tell anyone. We're just, not- just going to sit on this beach, have our moment together. Yes. Nobody's listening. Yes, have a drink. Kumbaya it's together. Fine. I don't drink. You can. Go right ahead. I'm not taking notes. That's not what? a pad of paper in my hand. <laughs> I anyway. am going to tell Colleen. So, um, but I'm not telling her that. No. Anyway, so then I thought, wouldn't it just be like, let's have the, the thought experiment of like, you get to go wherever you want to go with whatever celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what cockamamie rules or like setup you have. Mm-hmm. It's just you and the celebrity. You're on vacation. Where are you going? 651-641-1071. Grant, feel free to drump. Drump? Or whatever. Or jump in <laughs> whenever you want. Um, Colleen, Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I, I will do that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to know who I would go with? I would, absolutely. Okay, well, you already said Britney Spears and Hawaii. Yeah, but I mean, if, if Britney for you is no, no, the no, thing. it's not actually. I'm oh. just, I just want to remind you that you already said that, so that you can't take mine. Um, because there's only I, one option, and this should is I real. get invited? Yeah, thank you. Oh, sorry, I can't. I just want to go visit Zac Efron in Byron Bay. Oh, do you? Yeah, and like lay on the beach yeah. and watch him work out. No, that's. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Where you want to go to Byron Bay with Zac Efron? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and. Like, you know, sit next to him and just be his attendant. Mm, yeah, just maybe watch. or like I don't know if he needs somebody to touch his abs or something. That's what I'm saying. You could put thing? on the sunscreen. Yeah, because that's not going to be good awkward idea. at all. Like, there's why this, would it? Hey, this is my friend Colleen. She just touches my abs. You know what'd be really good is it'll be a family <laughs> vacation. Yeah, with your kids. But, you know, why I will is say, mom I, touching Zach Efron. I'm glad you chose Zach. I'm glad somebody did. I don't want him to feel left out from this conversation. I didn't want to pick him 
because I don't want this vacation to have sexual tension. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, you. This is an asky vacation. Like right? you want to like, ask questions. Well, I just don't want it to be awkward for anyone. Sure, sure. I don't want yeah. to feel awkward with his constant. Yeah, right. Attention, attention to you. Sure, of course. Okay. No, good point. Good so, point. So then I thought, like, who do I really want to like talk to? You know, and then I was just like off in my own territory. So it would be somebody, you know, preferably old, but not too old, who's still able to like tell stories and remember them because i've got a lot of questions about old hollywood interesting 651-641-1071 uh who do you want to go on a celebrity vacation with we did get an email from mary who said i want to take colleen and bradley sailing in the greek isles oh we're we're available yeah i mean i mean i don't know that we are but we yeah i would make myself available if somebody's yeah. gonna take me sailing in the greek isles thank you i'll be your guys's assistant sounds if you want. good <laughs> sounds good oh boy uh do we have any calls yet grant not yet who no. are you going on your celebrity vacation uh, you know with? i've been thinking about this i would you know at first i kind of thought i want to go with someone fun like maybe you know will ferrell or or vince vaughn but then i thought you know who would be really cool to pick his brain would be Ooh. will smith mm. you could have some fun he'll take you on some really cool adventures and i bet you he's got some as connected as he is, I'm sure he's got some stories. As long no, as he can tell me, no, Grant. Yeah, you got to be careful. We got though. some questions that yeah. we want you to bring along for us. Yeah, Ooh. but also we're gonna have to like have a very rigorous deprogramming when you get back. Yeah, because I don't want you to get caught up in you know he's they. There's some stuff. That's what I said. There's so there's got to be something there. I don't mean to be negative. No, I guess I'm kind of pulling in here. You can be negative. Scientology. Oh, Will Smith is tied to Scientology. Well, oh. in the past, he and Jadis yeah. uh, both started a school. Oh, that was tied mm-hmm. to Scientology. It, well, it actually used a Scientology curriculum, if I remember correctly, right, Colleen? Uh, yes, absolutely. So we, you can go on your vacation with Will Smith. Just don't do Grant. the red table talk. And don't say yes to anything. And if he hands you a set of cans, or call us first, and says, "Here, hold these, and then tell me your deepest, darkest secrets." Don't, don't do, do it. That. Okay, gosh, okay. that's why I need. I'm going to bring you guys. I'm just going to ask you for no. advice before now, I return. Can I, We're here for can you. Can I ask a question? So to to sort of like use this thought experiment to its, um, you know, to, to the extent we are able. Mm-hmm. There is some strategy here, right? So, yeah, you could pick just like, I want to ogle Zach Efron and be on the beach with him. Yeah. It's kind of a no-brainer. Duh. I want to talk to Britney Spears because I want to know what's really going on. Right. I want to talk to Shirley MacLaine because I want to know what it was like to work with Jack Lemmon back in the 1960s. Do I really? I don't know. But um, there are different strategies, I'm saying. What about the strategy of actually getting together with a celebrity like Tom Cruise or Will Smith? Or John Travolta or Kirstie Alley. You know, again, as like a fact-finding yeah. mission. I would do John Travolta. No, that, I'm going to start that over because that sounded dirty. I mean, and I, I didn't just mean don't think to. he would do you. When you guys are done, we do have a few callers. I just wanted to let oh, you know. Oh, perfect. So. Thanks, Grant. Yep. Um, I, would, I, would, I would definitely do the vacation where I could pepper John Travolta with questions, yeah. especially because I feel like he's got one foot yeah. out. Yeah. All right, Grant, who, who do we have on the line? Courtney's on the line with us. Hi, Courtney. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Who are you going on a celebrity vacation with? I don't know if you guys have been following Melissa McCarthy and her husband on, like, TikTok and uh, Facebook and all of that. No. They would be a blast to hang out with, I think. Oh, I do love Melissa McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just want to laugh and have cocktails. 
That sounds like fun. I mean, she is she is hilariously funny. And I hope she would be funny for you while you went on vacation with her. I hope she's not one of those people who turns off the funny. Yes, exactly. I know what you mean. Yep. It doesn't seem like it, though. They, no. Her and her husband seem like they're pretty, they have fun with each other. I yeah. think so, too. Thanks for your call. Yeah, uh, have a good day, guys. You, too. Who else do we have on the line, Grant? We have Kai on the line. Hi, Kai. Kai, who do you want to go on your celebrity vacation with? Well, I think Brad Pitt would have a really great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I think I'll just go to Europe with him. Yeah, why not? That's a really good idea. Like when you... what country? Oh, geez. Now you're going to make me pick. I can't pick. France? We're just going to go traveling around. Okay, oh, that's going to be a long trip. Yeah. We're right going to get there. like a little motorcycle, motorbike, and just... Okay, but Kai, okay. I, we have a question. Like, I, I, when you go on this vacation, could you please ask him what actually happened at the International Falls Airport? When oh my God, yes. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I'll for just that. have a few drinks with him and then just kind of slyly put it in there. There you yeah, go. Well, thanks, yeah. thanks, Kai. <laughs> that's a plan. Oh, I love gonna... it. Uh, well, thank you everybody for your calls and enjoy your vacations with your celebrities. Oh, actually, that would God. be a great tra- travel agency. Celebrity travel. Yeah. Like go on vacation with the celebrities. I mean, you know, later. Can you imagine us the celebrity like, um, today, uh, Marjean from uh, Coon Rapids (laughs) is going to be your guest. And uh, the two of you are headed to Baltimore. Yay! When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, a celebrity that neither of us want to go on vacation with, Chloe Kardashian. Mm. Okay. You all saw it. Go away. You all saw it. You all saw the picture. We're going to go on a Chloe journey with that picture after this on My Talk 1071. We have to go on a Chloe Kardashian journey on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Take us on the journey, Bradley. We are going to go on a Chloe journey um, because, so. Chloe posted these weird body dysmorphic photos and then tried to pass it off as like, this is just a camera trick. I don't know what you guys are talking about, which it kind of is, but we'll get to that. Um, But it also obscures just the other Photoshopping that she does in these photos of her face and body and that she does all the time, which Mm. we have talked about repeatedly on this show. And then, and then, because I said we're on a journey, the uh, destination um, situation she tries to make us feel bad for pointing out the it's so obvious. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay, Girl, so come on. I was born at night, but what? Let's start. I at, wasn't born last night. Exactly. Let's start at the beginning. So she's confusing fans with new ads for the Good American Shoe Collection. And one of these pictures. Oh, my gosh. Is like. That's not Khloe Kardashian. So here's the thing. It's hard to describe without you seeing it, but imagine if you took a Khloe Kardashian. Yep. We're not even going to get to the face yet. Mm-mm. But in terms of the body, the appendages, the phalanges, and then you stretched it out yep. so that you had like a super tall string bean Khloe Kardashian, that's kind of what it looks like. And now the average person can tell that there is some camera work happening here. Right. Like that's a fisheye lens or something. Exactly. Like there's something wrong uh, or not, something intentionally done to these photos. Because you can but, see it in like some of the proportions. Exactly. But even if you look at the ones that are not weirdly proport as weirdly proportioned, mm-hmm. like there's one where it's like swipe up to join the wait list and it's her sort of bending over in front of a backdrop and yeah. looking at the camera. 
That's, that's not, not her, her face. That's not her face. That's not her body. Mm-hmm. That's not a camera trick. Yeah. So, yes. Anyway, so that happened. Everybody saw those photos and they were like, Chloe, what, what happened to you again? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you guys, we shot that on a camera lens that creates a stretching effect. You will reach at anything. Ha ha, I'm cracking up. For a few of those photos for Good American, we shot on a camera lens that creates a stretching effect. The closer the object is to the camera, she's now a camera expert, Yeah, they will get elongated. So in my photos, my feet and fingers look really long. Not to worry, I still have normal sized hands and fingers. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> have that face. Why it's is she not talking about her face? I'll- it's just the lens, Colleen Lal. But some of these stories, you guys, are really reaching. Okay. I love the mouth breathe. <laughs> but you know, uh, when you look at these photos, listen, that's I, not her face. When and I was I don't, looking at the photos, I didn't care about her hands or her yeah, feet. I was not looking at her the camera effect on her feet. <laughs> no. I was looking at the thing that she's doing to her face to not look like her. Mm-hmm. And it's not just plastic surgery or whatever it's not fillers it's not botox she is actually manipulating those photos within an inch of their lives and all of them do it now yeah such that they don't it like and here's the tell so go back to the original photo uh or in the original article from mm-hmm. the daily mail mm-hmm. that i included mm-hmm. and if you scroll down to a photo that just shows her and now i have to wait for like the thousands of ads and pages things to load yep. but there is a picture of chloe kardashian from her own instagram that she posts mm-hmm. like that's not her like that's her or that's more her than those other photos yeah but it's still not her but it's still not her right and so and the, and the then part- she does that sorry really quickly uh-huh. just to paint uh, just yeah, yeah, to yeah. finish it so then she tries to double back and make it seem like she's gaslighting us. So when we call out the obvious, she says we're we're really reaching. Right. right. So the part about this that like really gets me is the fact that like she seems to not realize that it, in real life she's not actually photoshopped, right? So like <laughs> when we see paparazzi photographs of her, we see what she actually looks like. And so she also doesn't understand that we're not dumb. So we know what she's doing. It's just... But she thinks we're dumb. Yeah. And to be clear... We're not dumb. We're not dumb. We are dumb. We're dumb, but not that kind of dumb. we're not this dumb. No, we're smart about this stuff. So to add insult to injury, she then goes on to gaslight the bejeebers out of us. And then says these things with words. Quote, I am. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Someone who would never comment something unless it's positive. Um, mm-hmm. This he uh, and she so she basically is saying like you guys are so rude and I, I'll never understand how... Oh, here she goes. Uh-huh. This was not recent, so I'm not going to read that. Yeah, but we, but, but I think we should read this because she has said this in the past. Yeah. And we read it when she said it in October. I'll never understand how bored or unhappy some people can be. I am someone who would never comment something unless it's positive. I believe in uplifting and complimenting one another. Who has the time, child? Time is precious, boo. I'm spending it on happy things. No, honey, you're actually spending it on photoshopping (laughs) your pictures. (laughs) Also, like, I'll never understand how bored or unhappy some people can be. Honey, you're the unhappy one. You know how I know? Because you can't post a photo that hasn't been manipulated. Of your actual self. I believe in uplifting and complimenting one another. Thank you. That's lovely. How about you exercise that at yourself? Yeah, and and the truth to that is, you know, like you don't even have to do the digging that much because, I mean, the internet is rife with her clapping back at people using expletives. Mm-hmm. So her, you know, oh right, she she wants to uplift you and compliment you as long as you haven't. Called her out. <laughs> Called her out for the thing that she did. Yeah. Like, here's the other thing. Like, uh, this is what I'm going to say. I'll say it. Oh. Um, She's going to say it. Hold on, you guys. Hold up. Uh, everybody buckle in. Um, Kourtney Kardashian, or her, her name is Chloe. Chloe Kardashian, her fake face is beautiful, but her real face is also beautiful. Yeah. Like, this is not about the rest of the world thinking she's beautiful. This is about her dealing with her own feelings about her own self. And we've seen this playing out for the past however many well, years the Kardashians have been. Can I just in say face. that this is really obvious to me? Say it. That she grew up in a family mm-hmm. where she was judged for her looks. Mm-hmm. Not by the people around her, but by the family around her. Yeah, we saw that. I mean, she and that manifested that. itself. Yep. But the the problem with that is because we all have stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But she's an adult now. Yeah, you got to deal with your stuff. Yeah, honey. deal with your stuff, man. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to deal with some crazy, stupid idiots stuff. Yeah, we are. Uh huh. Yeah. We'll tell you who the crazy, stupid idiots are today after this on My Talk 1071. So beautiful. The sun is still out. We can't see it. But that doesn't mean <laughs> it's not can. there. I still got my wall of sun. Yes. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Like where? 
like Centralia, which what? I think is California, right? All right. I'll go there. Centralia. Pennsylvania. Oh. Wow, I was way off. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we're going to Centralia, Pennsylvania. And I need to introduce you to 36-year-young Cassandra Lee Aparicio, Ooh. her roommate, Caitlin Mason, and a mutual roommate. I don't know who the mutual roommate is, I imagine, because... I mean- does that that's just the third roommate, right? That person uninvolved in the crime. Okay. okay. Kind of, not really, room. but we'll get there. You'll understand in a moment when okay. I explain to you that Cassandra Lee Aparicio, 36 years young, did some stuff uh, to one of her roommates that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. It's not even really the stuff, but it's like the reason for the stuff. We'll get there. Here's what had happened. I need to take you back to January 24th at around 1 a.m. in the 400 block of Pine Street. Okay. And uh, the roommate said that she had to defend herself from her roommate Cassandra with a frying pan. Ooh, that's aggressive. Um, A mutual roommate uh, had to intervene. Ms. Aparicio took the frying pan from Ms. Mason. So she was trying to defend herself. She's like, aha, mm-hmm. I take it. Took the frying pan. Okay. Threw it away. Okay. Then picked up a broomstick and started beating her roommate with what? it. What? And Ms. Mason said uh, that she told Aparicio she did not want to fight, get away, backed up. But that's when Ms. Aparicio decided, well, okay, frying pan, broom, let's try a knife. And then she threatened to kill her. She said, I got you to death. So the mutual roommate stepped in and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to separate the two of you. This is not going in a good place. Like we were okay You're with now, the frying pan. The broom was a little out of But hand. now a knife and the death thing, that's not good. Yeah, we're not doing that today. That's when Aparicio pulled her move, which was to throw the knife at Miss Mason. Ooh. And Miss, now they're both fine. So I, okay. you know, if I sound like I'm being somewhat... The facetious. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, everybody's because everybody's fine. okay. Although I'm sure they will remember this night forever. Miss Aparicio threw the knife at Miss Mason and missed. Thank God. But wait, there's, there's more. more. So she tried to go <laughs> at her with the the knife. Didn't work. You know what she did? She tried a spoon. No, she tried oh. an axe. Oh! So she took an axe Who's from the hallway. Who's got one of those handy? Okay, wait, I don't know if there was one the in the phone. hallway. Who has an axe in their hallway? Jack, I don't know. I don't have an axe anywhere. You should have an axe, because you might need to get out of your house in a fire. Do you have an axe? Yeah, of course we do. Do you really? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. lying. In the two, I think we do. Like a small axe, like a caca. A hatchet? Yeah. Do you have an axe, Grant? Yes. I have a hatchet, not a full-on axe in my house. I'm not chopping wood, but I have a hatchet. Yes. Where do, I didn't know that. She's I don't going have to Amazon. She's going to Amazon. To yeah, I gotta, I gotta a order an axe. Yeah. Well, you don't need a full-size axe, but you should have a hatchet because, again, you don't know when you're going to need to like whack whack get yourself out. Yeah, but no, right. okay. I have questions and I don't we'll have answers, we'll and I'm there. not going to do it. We'll get there. But Miss Aparicio threw that knife at Mason. Miss picked up the axe in the hallway, threw it at Miss Mason as she was running out the back door. That is a lot. That is a lot. Now, luckily, Miss Mason survived. 
<laughs> Deputies did contact Miss Aparicio later in the day and said, okay, so do you remember earlier when you came at your roommate with all them <laughs> things? And she was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But that's not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. No, that was pretty garden variety. Yeah, right? She did later admit to having the broomstick. I mean, seems like, like the least I, of my like, concerns. I have but, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got a broom. <laughs> when told that the other roommate's accounts supported Ms. Mason, the victim, the one who had to flee the flying axe's version of the events, quote, she said, well, we all do drugs together and... <laughs> You no, know, honey. No, that's they were the just wrong jealous. Answer. They were just jealous of me. Wait for it. <laughs> they were just jealous of me while we were doing drugs because. Do you want to know why? Um. They didn't have any because she's prettier than they were. Oh, oh. yeah, that would make them jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so she was arrested and is currently being held and will probably be doing some significant time for throwing an axe at her uglier roommates. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine they were like, <laughs> to the judge, like, why did you do this? Well, your honor, because they couldn't handle this. Because they weren't ready for this jelly. <laughs> it's my body's too bootylicious. Oh, gosh. Oh. Um, Quick question. Back to the axe and having one on hand. Um, Exactly how many do I need? Just one. <laughs> Just one, one hatchet. But make sure you get like the little leather. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But like, where, when am I going to need it? And like, what if I'm like stuck in a room and the axe is somewhere else? Mm. You may need it once or twice, but it's cool to have. That's just, I would put it in your toolbox. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like I learned something. Then, today. if you go camping, you should bring it with you. Okay. Okay. Would you look at me? <laughs> <laughs> so the next time you're in an RV, Thanks. And you're out in the woods. I'm gonna, I don't do, I don't, I only yeah, sleep under a, four stars. Thank you. I'm with you. No camping. No, thank you. Um, hey, guess what? We're going to stay in Pennsylvania. Uh, excuse me? Pennsylvania. <laughs> We're going to stay in Pennsylvania. 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 Okay. We are going to meet 46-year-old Charles Oldham. He's from Bedford, Pennsylvania. Okay. So, okay. You know how when police want to catch somebody who's doing illegal things they send in like an undercover person right so that's what had happened with this charles oldham um he was selling meth but he ended up accidentally selling it to a police informant oh right so then that person was like hey i got the meth from this uh charles guy yeah but here's the deal um he didn't just sell any meth he was selling ohio meth what yeah he would routinely travel to ohio to get their meth and then he'd bring it back and sell it in pennsylvania where he lived the cops raided his house they found marijuana and meth and scales and other packaging materials um he he wants he wanted the cops though to know, and this is the thing that made him a crazy, stupid idiot mm-hmm. that he wouldn't buy Pennsylvania meth because that's not as good as the Ohio meth. Oh, everybody <laughs> knows Ohio right. meth is 
the Primo. best. It's really like the cream of the meth crop. Creme de la meth. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk going across state lines, transporting exactly. it, all of the above for the higher grade Pennsylvania, yes. or no, Ohio, excuse yes. me. Ohio, Ohio meth, meth is the better meth. Um, he was arrested for felony drug delivery. And um, just an FYI, if you're in in the market in Pennsylvania, their Maybe meth should head not over, as good. Yeah, head over to Ohio. Head over to Ohio. If you need to get Ohio. Okay. okay. What? Okay. Tune in there. I'll be here all day. Will you know? Really, I feel like 20 for 20 more minutes, more minutes yeah, maybe, well, roughly. That's about what that joke was worth. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would say 21 minutes. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it was no hatchet story, no. but um, no. you can work on that later. Mm-hmm. Can I take you to Australia really quickly? Oh, my gosh. Is Zac Efron there? No. Sadly, okay. Zac Efron is not in the G-string in this particular Rude. story. <laughs> But he should be. Thank you. Yes. Make uh, it a lot better if he was. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm going to now stop that thought okay. because I need to focus over here. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to tell you about a show that's coming to Channel 10 called Territory Cops, Ooh. which appears tonight at 8. And um, speaking to news.com.au, because that's how they have to do websites over there. It's really complicated. Um, it's just two letters. I know, but it's so so many things. News.com.au. It's awkward. Uh, Mark Bland is a police officer. Oh, and he sorry about that name. is talking about some of the dumbest criminals he's ever had to deal with in his life. And I thought I would share one of them with you. Oh, fun. So that you can show up tonight for... Actually, tonight was yesterday. Sorry. Oh, it's Australia. It. Quote, um, we identified a prison escapee in a stolen car. Now, you may wonder how they discovered the stolen right how did they discover the stolen escapee car? or the escapee who had the stolen car yeah well they tried to get the vehicle um through a police pursuit you know throw on the lights chase him wee-oo, wee-oo. so the escapee thanks for the sound effects the escapee I, I can do more if you'd like Chris farley over here here comes <laughs> the meat wagon wee-oo, wee-oo, thank wee-oo. you the escapee drove the vehicle in the place or towards the place you would not expect Oh, toward the police department. Towards the prison that he was escaping from. Oh, you idiot. He then drove the stolen vehicle to the prison with the police officers in hot pursuit, straight through two sets of closed, rolled doors back into the prison yard. Like, literally where they walk around in circles, and then one of them's going to knife another one, because you've seen that probably in a movie. Shank him with a shiv. Shank him with a shiv. Shiv him with a shank. Probably. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Through two sets of closed rolled doors into the prison yard onto the prison oval where he starts to do burnouts oh nice like donuts essentially <laughs> and he's like Woo! Yeah. yeah door Free! open hands out yelling <laughs> i'm gonna get away with it too except i'm not because i'm in prison now <laughs> he basically just returned himself right to the prison from which he had escaped hmm you know so here's the only thing i will say this when you are in a parking lot the gps can be kind of confusing right because she's like turn left and i'm like turn left now or turn left when i get out of the parking lot just me do you think okay, he was using you. gps well, as he was fleeing apparently police not like because... what do you type into your gps freedom Out. freedom yeah 
Peace. Fine. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. All could, right. When you said earlier you were describing yourself spinning around, and I could just picture you, Colleen, out of the, like full well, she out does of that. body, just oh, oh yeah. Hair oh, yeah. should flowing. see her. Oh, yeah. uh, wi- uh, we call oh. them whi- whipping. <laughs> you be careful. Whipping. Whipping somethings mm-hmm. in the back forty over oh. here at <laughs> my talk. When I was in college, that was like, I mean, on a very icy day, we had a friend who had a real big truck. And uh, that was that was an activity. We were That's like, a dangerous "Hey, activity. Uh, let's go do." We did not say do donuts. You said we whipping. said whip. But you know what? <laughs> uh, and we went to a parking lot and just. I mean, I thought I was going to lose my life that day, but it was also the most fun I'd had in a long <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, that would I be will tell you one uh-huh. time uh, in a flood in Houston. I was turning a corner and the streets would flood real super fast. So like it was flooding and I was trying to get home. I took a corner too fast and did a donut. And it was just like it was it was like movie theatrical. Like I was just going around in one big circle like "Ah!" (laughs) there's nothing you can do. Thank God there was nobody behind me. (laughs) And I did a full 360 and then just kept. You know, tootling my way like, home. Well, I, have, I guess I'm facing the right direction. <laughs> yep. Keep going. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I watched the first episode of a show last night that people have been talking about, and now I want to talk about it. Oh, okay. good. It's called oh, Alan. The Crown? Alan, no, cute. Alan versus Pharaoh. We're going to talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, last night at our house, we watched the first episode of Alan versus Pharaoh on HBO. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello, hello. How's it going? You know. So, you know, I'd heard people talking about this, and my husband and I were like, oh, we should watch that. Like, that's going to be one that we'll be interested in. Um, it is a documentary. It's a four-part documentary of which the first part is out. Yeah. Um, and it is uh, telling the story from the perspective of Dylan Farrow mm-hmm. and Mia Farrow um, and Ronan Farrow. They all um, take part in the conversation um, about the abuse that Dylan Farrow suffered at the hands of her adopted father, Woody Allen. And what's interesting about it is... It's like I've 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 heard bits and pieces. This is like so many things, right? When you watch a documentary, you realize you've heard bits and pieces of a certain story, but yeah. you've never necessarily seen it sort of laid out before you all in chronological order. And you hear from people who were close to Mia Farrow at the time. And there was a lot I didn't know because I was like five when Mia Farrow and Woody Allen started having a relationship, right? I didn't know, frankly, who Woody Allen was, honestly, until he married Sunni Previn. Yeah. The daughter of Mia Farrow. And so I just realized that it's like going back and kind of fitting some pieces together in ways that maybe I hadn't seen them before. It is so interesting. So who made this documentary? Okay, so it is made by a couple of filmmakers, uh, and their names are... Oh, I only have their last names in front of me. Um, Zeering, not Ian Zeering, <laughs> and Dick. And I don't know what okay. that person's first name is. But anyway, my point yes. is it's not like... It's uh, not Ronan. Okay, so they didn't make this directly. This is independent filmmakers, and they probably tried to approach everybody involved, but only certain people participated. What, so what's interesting is it really is very much told from the perspective of... 
um, Mia Farrow, Dylan Farrow, and Ronan Farrow. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, I totally forgot that he had a different name at birth. Shoot, and now I can't remember it, so forget I said it. Um, but when they when he's first born in the telling of the story, yep. he goes by a different name, and it was it was like very confusing to me. In any case, he's the only biological son or child of Woody Allen and Mia Farrow. Um, the allegedly, rest, supposedly. allegedly, supposedly, stick a pin in that. I mean, I don't think that will show up in the documentary. Yeah. There are rumors that perhaps. Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes uh, fathered Ronan Farrow. Uh, mm. However, and if you look at photos, you're like, well, that's... Seems but like not But photos can walk. be deceiving. True. See Chloe Kardashian. It's true. Um, in any case, uh, but but what's interesting about it is, like, the way... And hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Like, when you look back on your time with a person, when you know something more about who they became... Sometimes that can color your version of events as they happened, right? And so it's interesting to hear the friends that are close to the family talk about how Woody Allen really keyed in on Dylan Farrell, that they had a very unique relationship in the sense that, like, he always gravitated toward her. It it all sound it's it all seems kind of at this point in episode one at least kind of circumstantial like they're saying um, there's like a story about um, there's a girlfriend of one of the other kids Mia Farrow had like ten kids yeah um, a girlfriend of one of the other kids in the family who spent a lot of time with the family talking about Woody Allen um, you know coming to play with them when they were in a treehouse together and Dylan Farrow saying, I don't want to play with you right now, daddy. And like, there's like, so stories like that where you're like, okay, like, uh, you know, I don't know that that really tells me that something for sure happened, but they're saying, you know, they're trying to make you, it was odd. Think that it's possible. Yeah. That it's possible that it was just strange. Dylan Farrow actually tells this interesting story well, first of all, Dylan Farrow is really interesting to listen to because she's clearly done a lot of work on this trauma for herself because she starts by explaining, and this is something I I, I think people don't always understand, that it is possible to hold two feelings at the same time about your abuser, that you love them and think that they hung the moon and that they are the most spectacular, amazing person. And also were hurt by them and upset by what they did. And that, you know, that that's a possible Mm -hmm. way to go through life. And I think um, a lot of people who maybe haven't been close to abuse don't necessarily know that that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But she articulates that very well. And one of the things she talks about, too, is the sensation of things that she thought were normal learning that those things weren't, in fact, normal. And she tells the story of going over to a friend's house to play and playing with the dollhouse at this friend's house and suddenly realizing, like, oh, you have a dad, too, and he's not in here playing with you all the time. Oh. And that for her, Woody Allen, if she, if he was around, he was with her. Yeah. Always. That he had this sort of special fascination with Dylan Farrow and that she had that realization when she was like, you know, six or so at a friend's house playing. 
Anyway, my point is that at least from the first episode, and I have no reason to believe that this is going to be like the last show I recommended where the first two episodes well, I was going to say everything we, went you down. You do remember <laughs> the last time we were in this place. Right. You had to come back and say, uh, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't finish. <laughs> where, don't finish. Where can I see this? This is HBO. Okay. So, uh, you know, either get it yourself it or again? borrow somebody's sign in. It's called Alan versus Pharaoh. All right. Um, all right. When we come back, it'll be tomorrow. Lori and Julia are coming up next. That was fast. I know, right? Hey, thank Grant, you. thank you. Thank you, Grant. Thanks, guys. And thanks for hanging with us today, everybody. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.